Nathaniel. Welcome to Hello. the Ready Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Nathaniel Nervas. <laughs> and I'm Greg Martin. Perfect. How's it going? It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing for that. What you switched a up on sick there. intro. <laughs> yes. Do we still play? Are we still going to play the song? Don't we do that? Yeah. Uh, then theme song right now. Yeah. Oh, cool. theme song loved it so good david right david yeah. did that for us yeah thanks david if you still listen he's a big star isn't he on the podcast realm uh the music music realm have we ever lost a listener yet on the show i don't think that's possible is that right no i don't think so <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's new pal what do you know uh, uh nothing about have you been? just uh hey. no excited now that it's the end of the year and that my vacation is finally taking effect so are you excited to talk and continue playing cyberpunk over this vacation i am i am Uh, are we going to be talking about that today we're going to talk about cyberpunk heavy um got a lot of things to discuss so do you want to jump in or do you got any more banter that you want to talk about (laughs) possibly bruce scanch Uh, no, oh, I was going to say, we should have talked about this before the show started. You bought Cyberpunk. I Correct. bought Cyberpunk. Correct. Oh, wait, but you, you bought it on Stadium. Yep. <laughs> um, hold on. Do you think something, this is my fault, we'll do this on the fly here. When I bought Cyberpunk, it came with a, um, it came with a, 30-day trial to HBO Max, and I thought we could give that away today on the show somehow, somewhere. Sick. Um, and then that way, people, whoever wants to do it, they'll be able to see Wonder Woman. They can cancel. Obviously, they'll have to cancel, but they get 30 days for free, which I think is longer than the and trial. I don't know if they're giving uh, away. There's caveats. How so? Um, I was reading somewhere that... If you are on a trial version of, say, HBO Max or Disney Plus, they limit content on there. Oh, um, I'm not. I don't know well, if that's for certain. I mean, it's worth a shot, listeners. Sure. If you're interested uh, in an HBO Max trial for 30 days, uh, we'll put this on. We'll put this on Facebook, and all you have to do is what share share the podcast, and we will pick. Out of people that share this, a 30-day trial winner. How's that? Perfect. All right. We will reiterate that at the end of the show. So we'll definitely anyway. forget. Anyway, <laughs> it's been uh, we need- a couple of weeks. Some big stuff we- has been happening. If we forget, it's because we have bad memories and we need Ripper Docs to upgrade our OS. Yeah. Got those eddies, <laughs> man. Got those eddies. <laughs> I'm so, loving the cyberpunk lingo. I am full, full in on this game. Yeah, yeah, me too. We'll talk. Play. More, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll get into it. Uh, first off, news. Um, did you one see and two? Of course, you saw it. Think of that Mass Effect teaser. I did. The Game Awards as a whole, um, you know, had a lot of trailers. The Mass Effect one was their big. I guess if you want to 
call their big reveal, um, which honestly was kind of disappointing. The not the Mass Effect thing was fine, but I people already knew Mass Effect was in development, correct? Like I don't think that was a big right surprise. It was cool to see. It was kind of you know we knew that there was something Mass Effect in development, and then like two weeks ago or something, uh, they came out and said you know. Oh yeah, we're we're continuing on Mass Effect, and then at the Game Awards there was a little teaser for it. Right. So, um, I mean, what did you think of the actual like that just scans a bunch of planets? It shows. Um, it has been so long. I don't even remember what was that. Liara. The Liara to Sony, right? Yeah. So it shows I mean, Liara. It has to be her because she's the only Asari with eyebrows. So she's an Asari. That's right. And then who was the who? What was the race? With the mask, the the lady's name was like Mas Zora or something. She was a, you know, she had she had the mask on and she she was part of your party. Tally Tally Mas Zora or oh, Tally, um, the Quarians. Quarian, yeah, right, yeah. It's all so yeah, I mean, I I I kind of went into the Reddit threads and <laughs> people are like, oh, you know, there's a a Quarian, there's a Solarian, and a Krogan in the background, um. But isn't it canon in the game that you, I mean, in Mass Effect 3, spoilers, but is the canon decision that uh, Tali dies when you allow the Geth to live? I don't know if that's a canon decision. See, that's a, that's the difficult part about the Mass Effect line. And then it was like, oh, what, what could this game possibly be? Like, if there's three decisions at the end of Mass Effect 3, which storyline is this continuing off of? Well, I would imagine the destroy one or the synthesize one, because I would think the, it's so funny because I don't I I I played all those endings, but the one I remember is I remember them by red, blue, and green. Right. Uh, red is destroy, right? Right. And then blue, what was blue? Uh, so there was destroy, there was synthesize, and then there was um. Yeah, I don't remember what blue Reese. was, but. Blue restart or something i don't know but green green was the like the that was the hardest one to get right that was like the that i feel like that's the legit ending where they yeah the, the whole synthesize yeah the universe is now synthesized with uh technology what i don't know whatever you want to call and it. the re the reapers all that stuff everyone became kind of like one right so um it's been so long since i played those games and i was a huge fan i just don't you know Christ, that was how many years ago? Um, but I would imagine that would be the ending. Well, you tell me. I never played Andromeda. Does Andromeda ever touch on any of those endings? Because that takes so, place after or at the same time, right? Uh, <clears throat> the Andromeda takes place 600 years after the events of 2. They left uh, the Milky Way galaxy or the Sol galaxy, I believe, in 2 is when the okay. oh, that's for the Andromeda galaxy. So, yeah, Andromeda takes around 600 years after the events. So when you get to the Andromeda galaxy, spoilers for Mass Effect Andromeda, a great game that nobody played, uh, <laughs> when you get there, you start receiving transmissions from the Milky Way galaxy or the Salt galaxy about the Reaper attack. But there's no Reaper oh. attack in the Andromeda galaxy. So it's right. not well, universe-wide. It's only essentially that galaxy that's under attack for the reapers which is so do you remember in the trailer you see the Andromeda galaxy and 
the uh, Milky Way galaxy. So everybody's like, it's got to tie into both of them, right? Do you remember? I don't remember because I only played Andromeda for, I don't know, an hour or two. Who is the bad guy of the Andromeda? Do you remember his name? Um, The bad guy's name. Hold on. I'm we'll look to, it up. I'm trying to find and it. My last Mass Effect question for you is, do you think in whatever this new game is that Andromeda will... Is it a continuation of that somehow? I hope so, because I really liked Andromeda. I think the Mass Effect 3 storyline, I mean, what, are they going to resurrect Shepard again? No, but maybe they could just continue it in that galaxy, and I'm sure there's stories to be told after that. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, obviously, you didn't get anything from the trailer, you know? It was like, so... But then the, uh, the guy... Yeah, what's going on with that cat, man? Uh, he keeps jumping up. It's really distracting. Anyway. So the three choices were destruction, control, and synthesis. Control. That was blue. Where you control everything, right? <clears throat> That's right, yep. yeah. So... But I, and I forget what you had to do to get synthesis, but that was the, the hardest of the endings to get or whatever. So Yeah, I chose synthesis, <clears throat> and then I didn't go back and play the other two. I just watched the other two on um, We're getting off topic up. again here, too, but <clears throat> wasn't I remember the heat from those endings were so bad. Yeah. And they the, didn't they go back and do like, it? Yeah, they like added on to it if I remember correctly. Wasn't so. there only one ending? No, there were three, but they were all very similar. And it just, you know, destruction, like you said, destroyed the Reapers. Control was control and then synthesized. Like everyone just, the information, and I don't know if it was not DNA or whatever, but like whatever, organics and technology just merged into one galaxy spanning group of entities i guess but anyway what did you think of the new trailer you're the you're the super mass effect fan here what did you think uh it got me pumped man i am i love mass effect and i can't wait for more again whatever it is if it's a continuation from the shepherd verse that's fine if it's continuation for Andromeda, that's better in my opinion um there's more closure on that if it's a combination of the two, that's awesome as well. What do you think when she, Liara looks in the snow and she finds that and so, metal? Yes, what do you think that is? Um, that's <clears throat> one of the... Uh, well, like in the background, there's like a uh, um, dormant reaper. So I don't know, maybe that's Earth. I don't know yeah. what it's supposed to be. Maybe it's Eos from... Uh, is it Eos? I think it's Eos from Andromeda, which is a snow planet. Okay. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe the Reapers took uh, Shepard to the Andromeda galaxy. I don't know, man. Anyway. What was the last, last Mass Effect quiz question? Because now my brain's thinking of Mass Effect, and I just don't remember so much about it. What was the... What was the ancient race that was like such a big deal? And then eventually, and I think in Mass Effect 3, you get one in your party. Started with a P, like the uh, whole first game. Uh, Pythorian? You, you know what I'm talking about? Pythorian? Yeah, something like that. The whole, that whole first game, you're just trying to like learn as much as you can from this ancient race. And then you end up getting a 
Eso que... In fact, in the third, in the second or third one, when those bad guys start showing up, aren't they? Protheans. Protheans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. when the bad guys start showing up in number two, I forget what they're called, but they're like the hive or whatever. Aren't they just all old Protheans or whatever? Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. And then it turns out they're all old Protheans, or they're like other species too because other they races, go around yeah. doing the Asari that's right <laughs> the bad guy's name in Andromeda was the Archon and he was a cat cat that's right but yes. a lot of people were saying that one the images of you know the three people standing by the ship with Liara yep. one of them was Angara from Andromeda um, and Angara <laughs> maybe there's some reason and again, this is coming from someone who hasn't played very much at all Andromeda. Maybe there's some reason that Liara has to go get people from Andromeda and unify them to tackle this next mission. But anyway, anyway, that, uh, it's all you know. Mass good. Effect gets me pumped because I really think that was just such a well done story. I feel like that was for me the pinnacle of Bioware. I never much got into Dragon Age or anything, even though I will say. The new trailer at the Game Awards for the new Dragon Age game looked really cool. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm like your average Star Wars fan. I'm not like a super fan or anything like that. I just never got into the like really deep lore of it. But I can see how you would because I feel like Mass Effect is a game where yeah. I, I would... I've read I've read books on Mass Effect. I've gotten into deeper lore and I've, I really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to see that come back. Right. Yeah, something like that where there's they did a lot of attention to world building and right. make, you know, it, it's there's so much detail and everything. It makes it such a more enjoyable um experience, right? All right. Let me ask you this cuz we're going eventually going to talk about Cyberpunk here, but I'll probably forget this question. Would you read a a totally original new novel in the Cyberpunk universe at this point? Um, novel? <laughs> yeah. How many pages are we talking? Yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only thing I really don't care about cyberpunk is like, you know, it, it's just like, what well, you know, a super techie, you know, <laughs> universe. Yeah. All right. That, that's enough. Like, I did. there's that other it. species... You know, there's not aliens, there's not like... feels like there are sometimes, just given how modded up some of these Yeah, don't gangs get me wrong, are. it's cool, but yeah, I mean, it's not like, it, it takes place on one planet, right, with one species. Right. Okay, yeah, whatever. we'll get back. So, uh, more news, um, HBO Max said that they are releasing all of 2021 movies uh, simultaneously on HBO Max, as well as theatrical releases. <laughs> Um, yeah. quite a divisive move by HBO Max. I'm all for it, uh, because I pay fifteen dollars a month for HBO Max, and I kind of like some new content. Um, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's that's yeah, it's I obviously it's very, it's not hard to see why it's divisive for movie studios, but apparently Warner Brothers thinks this is a good idea. Obviously, like. 
And I would think I haven't heard anyone say that this sucks. You know? Right. So um, what are right? <laughs> the only people who are like you are not like you are directors, producers, right. and studios. Christopher, what is Nolan. was it? Christopher Nolan? Is he the one that said? Yeah. Somebody said Warner Brothers is like the worst. Yeah, that's Christopher really Nolan. Yeah. Which don't I have a huge Christopher Nolan fan, but I'm not a huge fan of his opinion on this matter. Yeah, you know, the more he like Christopher Nolan for the longest time was my second favorite director. David Fincher is my first. Um, but the more Christopher Nolan talks, the less I like him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love his movies, and I just don't want to hear. Right. I don't. Unfortunately, that that seems to be the case with most you know creative types or artists are. You know, they they make such good product because of the way they are. Right. But, I, but yeah, yeah I, I get what you mean. I think it's interesting when you bring up the argument. Like, obviously, for me, selfishly, yeah, it'd be really cool. I just, with with COVID and the pandemic, I haven't really found myself missing movies that much, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah. I want to see, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see new movies. But I feel like the need for me to return to theaters to see him, like, if I could see 007 today, would I have to go see it in theaters? No. Right. But if when you, you have movies, at home. yeah, like, if I could watch it at home, that'd be sweet. Right. Um, but when you, you look at your list you put down here, like Dune, uh, Matrix 4, um, I'm not a huge Wonder Woman fan. I thought the first movie was really good, and I'm excited to see the second one. But those are movies that I could see wanting to see in theaters. But it... It doesn't feel like, like the end of the world if I can't. How much does it cost to go see a movie? You know, 15 bucks, yeah. right? 20 bucks, right? So you're already paying that monthly for HBO. Granted, yes, you have access to a whole library <laughs> of media. But right. if you're already paying this premium cost monthly and they're having this backlog that, you know, it's just costing them money for inventory on these films why not do this one right. it gets people you know back in the the scheme of things of watching movies and getting excited for it and you know the proceeds probably aren't that great now you know if it's being like streamed on hbo max compared to a theatrical release but right. how much are they losing on these movies I, we've talked about this before, but I'm pro for it. I mean, yeah, uh, movies like, like you said, Dune, that's a big one, Matrix 4, Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah. Space Jam, The Suicide Squad, In the Heights, uh, Wonder Woman was the first one, which comes out on Christmas Day. Um, you know, those are some pretty huge movies for next year. Not to mention, you know, where I, where I take a little bit of umbrage with Christopher Nolan's comments, but I, also where I do kind of see... What's going on, man? This cat is just wild. Um, I should lock him out of the room. Cat. Podcast cat, but these movies day one are still going to be in theaters. So if if, the, if if you if you have an audience that that's that's that crazy and you that's think prerogative, right? Yeah, go see it in theaters, and then even on top of that, a month these movies are all only available for one month, right? So right. it's not like. It's not like because you subscribe to HBO Max, you're going to have Matrix 4 to watch whenever you want. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, but where I can see his point is... That cat um, has screwed presence. Still the scene. Like, he's like my shadow the last, I don't know, three months. He's just won't leave me alone. <clears throat> but where um, where I can see his point and what what's a little bit 
you know, I just don't know that much about the business of all this stuff, but obviously, you know, I think when you hire on actors and stuff, I think they get paid out and maybe bonuses based on how well a movie does and stuff. Like from what I heard about Wonder Woman, all that's that had to be reworked a lot of that stuff for the cast to make right. that movie come on. And so I can see that being a pain in the ass. Um, but I think, you know, for me personally, I think like, you know, like um, Mortal Kombat, like that's, that's a movie that I may go see both. Maybe, I, maybe I'm going to watch that. I'm on this whole list, maybe that and Matrix 4, but I'm like super excited for Mortal Kombat. That you'll risk uh, COVID for. Well, that's no. That's the line in the I sand am. gets a little covered up when it when it applies to certain things. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna. I'm just kidding. That's coming. Well, you know what I mean. Like if I have my vaccine shots or whatever, then yeah, I'll, I I would like to go see that in theaters. But I'm also if it comes out on HBO Max on a Thursday or a Tuesday or whatever, I'm not gonna wait to watch. Like I'm still gonna go watch it right away, and then maybe I'll go, like it so much I want to go see it in theaters again. I don't know. So, but. I guess I understand. Um, I'm all for this. I get it that, like, you know, it's the artist's vision. And, you know, if they're like, I want my art in a gallery. I don't want people to be looking at it on a magazine or in a magazine, whatever. I don't know what a, a good metaphor or analogy would be for it. Um, right. I get it. But also, it's like, don't you want people to view your work and... You know, we're just taking shots at the dark that this is going to be over with. Hopefully, what are they saying? Summer of next year, maybe. Yeah. What if this continues on? You know, you got to adapt with the times. Well, and not, yeah, like you said, and where you have a good argument against this, I guess, is and people are gravitating toward your dunes and your Matrix 4. But what if you're, you know, maybe not space, you only put some of the movies on here, but there's like, there's like rom-coms and shit on this list too. There, there were other movies on here that weren't big, huge budget movies that right. they're going to release day one. Like you would think those, those directors and people associated with that, that's probably maybe better for them. Like people would maybe want to, Oh, what, what the fuck is this? I've got nothing going on on a right. Friday night. I'll watch this movie. You know, think about how many countless Netflix Might shows. Well see what to expect while you're expecting to. Right. How <laughs> many people are watching like, like the the queen or glow right gorgeous ladies of wrestling like how many people are watching that if it's not on a service and netflix recommends and it's on the top 10 in the u.s or whatever like i don't know i mean like my point is that and not that glow isn't a good show it's a great show it's just obviously these services this is kind of the way of the future and these shows like that benefit from this why why can't movies benefit from something like this too? I, I just don't. Uh, I think it all benefits from it because, like, one, you know, there's certain people who don't necessarily like the theater experience. I mean, I'm not one of them. I like going to see movies in the theater. You know, it's got the prestige. But there's a lot of people that I know that we know that, you know, you read online. Lots of people don't like going to the movie theater. A lot of people aren't, you know, don't like that social uh, convention. So this also gets movies to those people a lot quicker yeah i don't know i guess you know no stop being such babies you know it's only one of your movies out of a whole like all these directors and all these people who are making these movies have made other movies relax these are unprecedented times like just allow you know your movie to go so people can watch it at home give people something to do for a year you'll make more money in the future so just calm down is my end thought also my end thought you bring up a good point is 
like here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, a town of what, 60, 70,000 people, right. not a metropolis, but certainly not a rural area. Going to see a movie is like pretty standard, right? It's right. not versus like when I go to a movie in Milwaukee or I've been to a movie in Chicago, the crowds are raucous, right? Like they're cheer. Like there's just a lot more, I feel like community in the in those theaters like people like the theaters are more packed like when there's if it's a i've been to i remember this is so long ago obviously but i remember seeing mr deeds in the milwaukee theater and like <laughs> people were looking at each other laughing like it was crazy it's just like you know the the, the experience right for watching it at home isn't that much different you know i mean it is it, it is and it isn't but it's like i just don't I think it's I think it's really cool. I'm excited to watch these movies yeah. at my house and right. go see them in theaters if I want to. Right, exactly. So, All but right. we'll see see how long that lasts. So you're <laughs> anti movie at home. Got it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Disney had their big uh, shareholders, whatever they call it. Can't remember. Um, lots of stuff coming out from Disney. Um, not only at Marvel and Star Wars verse, but we're not going to go over the stuff we don't care about. So Marvel's lineup for TV shows coming to Disney Plus. Um, WandaVision, we already knew about. Uh, I mean, we know about most of Most stuff. of these, uh, right. <clears throat> yeah, Falcon, Winter Soldier, She-Hulk, Loki, Hawkeye, What If, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion is a new one, Ironheart, Armin, Armor Wars, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special were all announced. I didn't um, see anything on Armor Wars. That's interesting to me. Yep. yep. That one, uh, Don Cheadle is reprising his role as War Machine. Um, a lot of people are thinking that it alludes back to um, Hammer with uh, Sam Rockwell. He's going to be returning. Um, Let me ask you something. Do you think, and this is the same for Star Wars with Marvel, do you think there's any chance of oversaturation? No. And just beginning I, to I not think the through. past, you know, everybody's been saying this since what Iron Man in two thousand eight. People are going to get sick of superheroes movies, <laughs> are they? Because uh, people are clamoring for uh, the Snyder cut and now the Aider cut, and anybody or Air cut. <laughs> sorry, no, people are not over superhero stuff, and they're not going to. This is just that's a lot of that's a lot of Marvel shows coming your way. Yeah, you know, like Falcon Winter Soldier is it till twenty twenty two? Say with Loki. Uh, actually, I think Loki might be this year. You know, they're they're doing these like maybe two, three a year. You're not going to get yeah. all uh, eleven of these next year. That's I mean, true. If you did have eleven shows to watch with people like Dodd Cheadle and uh, J- Sam Jackson's coming back for Secret Invasion. Uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston is. Did you watch the Loki trailer? Like, I did see it. This yeah. stuff looks legit too. This is some big budget productions. It's like, yeah. like movies. Falcon um, and Winter Soldier looked like a yeah, looked like a full fledged um, blockbuster. Right. Um. No, I'm super excited. So, I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that's going to be a very same with Wandavision. I think those are going to be huge in pushing the Marvel universe forward into phase four. Um, They say that WandaVision is going to lead into my most anticipated, well, second most anticipated, no, most anticipated movie of phase four, which is Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. Um, I think I'm most pumped for four. (laughs) 
for Thor. That's Thor. Yeah, Thor. Actually, Thor. I, I just I just read that, and I guess I don't know if this was common knowledge for a long time, but um, Christian Bale is playing Gore the God Butcher, which yep. was yeah, that a, was just announced. Gore the God Butcher, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember reading that Jason Aaron relaunched Thor. I don't know, two three years ago, and I think he. Gore was his new character, and I remember reading that arc. And Gore is like super, right? He's got Christian, Christian Bale playing. Him. There's a lot of potential there. Like Gore is, he does not fuck around. He is a nasty villain, um, and I'm excited to see that. Um, but I think I'm excited for the multiverse of madness right. and watching Vision to see it because that's, I mean, that just opens up all possibilities. You hear all this stuff about the Spider-Man movie having all these, you know, Doc Ock just signed back on the. Right. But, uh, I forget what his name was, um, Alfred Molina, uh, mm-hmm. and then all these different, you know, um, Toby Maguire and Andrew, Garfield. what's the Garfield? Thank you, Jamie Foxx. Like, and then you bring in the Multiverse of Madness. Well, I would imagine, I'm just going to guess, but I'm guessing that's probably how the X Men come in, right? Uh, which is why I'm most excited. So, um, but anyway, uh, all this stuff, Loki, that show looks really cool. Um, they brought in the TVA, the time variance authority are the bad guys in that, which right. is, um, you know, that'll be cool. That'll be interesting. That, that's, um, that's the thing. Like, how can you get, I mean, as a fan, I mean, I don't perceive getting me getting sick of this anytime soon. Like it's just expanding, <laughs> you know, it's going through all the things that you read in comics, um, you know, kind of, you know, they put their own twist on it, but right. I don't know. Personally, I, I don't think I'll ever get sick of it. Here's my thing, though. I think with the amount of these shows, what I would really like to see is have like a couple of these, maybe be series, but maybe for some of these, like for Loki, maybe obviously the way he was brought back in Endgame. May if you only have like one really good story, don't, don't, you know. I don't know. I don't foresee him dragging. Like I don't think they're going to do eight seasons of Loki. You know, you might get two. Right. Well, that's I, that's what I don't right. want. I just right. want I want self-contained stories, and then maybe have them show up in movies down the road. And like, there's so much Marvel, you know, to be. And I I think you can you know honestly I I think let's say let's look fifty years into the future you can have another twenty thirty years of like Marvel movies and doing X Men and stuff, and then when shit gets old you can just how many Recycle times? It. Yeah, do the onslaught or the flashpoint or whatever, and the universe is new, and now we have all new characters. And Iron Man's black, and Captain America's a woman, and whatever you know. Right. Like, you can. I mean, there's room to always keep these kind of fresh, but um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's Marvel. I'll let you talk about Star Wars because you're you. That's your thing. But the I mean, there's no reason to not be excited if you're a Marvel fan. Right. And one last thing I'll say quick. Disney Plus is $70 a year. Correct. I just renewed. And Netflix keeps raising their prices like by $1 or $2. And I understand that there's like new shows all the time, but Netflix cancels shows like it's nobody's business. Yep, every two years like, it seems. Yeah, and I'm like, See, this it, is yeah. like, if, Dis- if Disney raised their rates, I'd be cool with that. Because I'm like, look at all the shit that they're putting out. You know, Netflix right. is just, it's always, I don't know. And it don't just get me like wrong, it's... like, <clears throat> I'm sure people love Sexy Chess or uh, The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is a big name, but if I could watch, you know, WandaVision over Sexy Chess, I'm watching WandaVision, so I'd rather right. be paying, you know, 
how much is Disney Plus? It's eight dollars a month for that compared to eight dollars a month for Netflix, which yeah, Netflix has a lot of content, but like you said, they cancel it after two years because it's cheaper for them to get a new show than it is to continue the old one. I got rid of my DirecTV because it was almost two hundred fucking dollars a month with um, Sunday Ticket. So without Sunday Ticket, be one hundred fifty bucks. I now pay for YouTube TV, which is sixty five dollars a month. Has pretty much all the channels I want, and Disney Plus, Netflix. It's just the way to go. Right. Don't if you're watching this podcast, don't buy DirecTV. Correct. Anyway, and then Star Wars uh, <laughs> came out with a bunch of shows. Uh, Ahsoka is getting a spinoff, so Ahsoka from Mandalorian, uh, Rosario Dawson's iteration of Ahsoka is getting her own TV show. Bad Batch, which was a uh, subsect of the Clone Wars, they're getting their own uh, show. Rogue Squadron, uh, directed by Patty Jenkins, the director from Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84. Um, Rangers of the New Republic, which is another Mandalorian spinoff. Obi-Wan Kenobi with Ewan McGregor. Uh, Hayden Christensen is going to reprise his role as Darth Vader. Star Wars Visions, which I imagine that's going to be kind of like the what-if version of Marvel. Uh, Lando with Donald Glover returning. A droid story, who knows, and the accolade, which is supposed to be uh, the time before uh, Phantom Menace and Star Wars. So, a lot so of Star which, Wars shows let, coming up. Let me ask you questions here, yeah. since I'm on the outside looking in here. What first off, do you like Rosario Dawson's Osaka, or how do you say Ahsoka. it? Osaka. Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, fine with it. Yeah, she seemed pretty cool. Um, which one of these are uh, yeah I do like it Um, I I would have I preferred probably the voice actor from uh, Clone Wars and Rebels to return as her I mean yeah anybody who had would but you know she's a voice actor she's not really you know Right. screen actor not to say that she couldn't do it but there's a reason why they went with Rosario Dawson obviously what are you most excited for of these shows can I guess? And then, sorry, I have a typo here. I have Andy, but it's supposed to be um, Andor, Cassian Andor, the guy from Rogue One, his backstory. Oh, okay. Can I guess which one you're most excited for? Yeah. Just based off internet chatter? Uh, it seems like everyone is really excited for the Acolyte. Yeah. Is that fair for you, too? Probably. So the big rumor, and I know enough to be dangerous about Star Wars, but again, you're the, you're the super fan here, but the rumor is that it takes place around the same time as Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. And that would be just really cool to see. He's right. like he's like one of the ultimate Sith, correct? Or the original, the um, OG Siths? No, I mean, the Sith timeline goes back, you know, thousands of years before what we see in Star Wars. Um, he, but was he, a, he was Darth- a big one, yeah. He was like uh, the Emperor's mentor right. or something, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. And no one's ever seen what he looks like. Is that correct? Um, I mean, I have, but the, I don't know if it's canon anymore. There's pictures oh, of him maybe like uh, <laughs> is video this games. Insider news on the Ready Fight podcast. <laughs> I thought, I thought he like I thought just nobody ever. When is he shown in a book or anything like that? Um, the old books, and also uh, I think there's pictures of him in um, Knights of the Old Republic too. Oh, okay. 
Well, never mind then. But he is a like a huge. People are very yeah, into this. Right. Type of play. Yeah. So right. 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 Um, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm excited for all of them. Probably a droid story, little less than any of the other ones. Um, that's gonna be more kiddish, right? Yeah. Who knows? Um, I mean, it's Star Wars. It's all for kids anyway. But. <laughs> The, it's, your, it's really not letters. though i mean i was gonna talk about later i don't know if you're still watching mandalorian um yes mandalorian's great like every episode i feel like is just better than the last one like the episode with ahsoka was just amazing this last episode uh bill burr's back this episode was great um yeah they've all been great Mandal- they've yeah, all been yeah great, i know it's like every time i watch a new episode i'm like that was probably the best episode. And like right now, um, being the big Star Wars nerd I am, of course I love Boba Fett. Uh, and now it's like Boba's back, Slave One, his ship is back, which is like my favorite Star Wars ship. And it's just like, you know, your childhood fantasies of like having a Slave One, um, like action figure, like little model ship. And just yeah. like, because you, you saw like mini school parts of it in like, you know, the original trilogy and then the prequel trilogy. And now it's just like back in full force and in your face, and everything's just great. I'm pumped. Well, Star Wars. Every episode this season and last season has been fantastic. Um, I feel like even if you're not a Star Wars fan or whatever, you can get into those. But I would say you said every episode is better than the last. The last episode was great, but I think the pinnacle of both of those seasons so far has to be the one before that where Robert Rodriguez does Boba Fett and just does maybe the most ass-kicking Star Wars scene. Right. You know, like, how cool is it when he fires the missile from his back, turns around, and then, you know, the ship, boom, in the background. Like, what an action hero moment. And it was just so... I watched that scene probably ten times. I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. Just the way he... Even the way when he comes down, he gets the suit, and he comes down behind that trooper, and he's just like... The shot is looking up at him, you know, and it's... Right. He just looks... Yeah. And, and and another cool thing, like, I don't know, like, obviously Boba Fett has such a mystique from him. You never really got to see him do much in those movies. Right. Um, so it's cool to, like, see it in action. But also, in the in the original movies, he doesn't, like, Boba Fett looks, compared to the Mandalorian, he looks more beefy, you know? He just looks more badass, I think. I mean, they both look badass, but you know what I mean? Like, the Mandalorian, or Boba Fett in the Mandalorian is, he's more muscular he's more he's got more weight to him and it just looks just looks like a hard ass and it's awesome yeah yeah Um, so all of that i mean that was the robert rodriguez episode was really good um it was cool if i can say quick it was cool in this last episode where they're escaping the planet or whatever and the two tie fighters are on slave one's ass right and he does that he does that bomb that was in whatever what prequel movie was yeah, Attack of the Clones, yeah, where he's in the m- asteroid field or whatever, right. and he's yeah. boom. Right. That's, uh, that's yeah. As cool. soon as uh, the back hatch <laughs> opening, I, I'm like, yep, that's what's going to happen right now. Yeah, man, yeah. that's awesome. So that, that I was in a conversation with one of my friends, not to sidetrack again too long. Um, he's like, oh, you know, I, I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. You know, the movies are just whatever. I'm like... Yeah, you're not a big Star Wars fan because if you were, you would know that most of the best star wars stuff isn't it like the main story like the skywalker stories like if you watch clone wars or rebels or the mandalorian or play the games like most of the good star wars stuff is in those content like i'm watching through rebels because rebels um 
I mean, all in all, it's a kids show, but it was on Disney Plus. Right. Um, or sorry, Disney XD, I think, whatever it used to be called. But there's some really, really great stuff in there, and it's got like the backstory to all the stuff that's happening, like you know what happened to Ahsoka in between Clone Wars and Mandalorian. How did Grand Buff Gideon get the dark saber? Um, you know, all the stuff is is in those shows, and there's some really good Star Wars content in Rebels and Clone Wars, um, and now the Mandalorian. So it's like if you want like really good Star Wars stuff, just don't focus on, you know. The prequel trilogy, the original trilogy, and then now the the new the Resistance trilogy, like those are fine for what they are, but it's like just like Mass Effect, like you want the world building, like get into some of the other details, or like you said with Cyberpunk, like you're looking into some backstory about all that stuff, and it just fleshes out the universe so much more. But that's you know that's a fair point, and of course, yeah, I mean there's there's millions of people like your friend that don't go any further than just the movies that come out. Right. And there is becoming more and more people like you where that will eat up every, you know, novel, um, show comic, whatever. Right. But that's, that's a, then, you know, that's, I feel like the way of the future. And another reason why to tie it all together, why I think this HBO max deal is so interesting to me because, you know, now with Disney picking up Star Wars and doing things like The Mandalorian, there isn't any, you know, plus, you know, say what you will. I feel like the majority, the general consensus, even amongst big Star Wars fans like yourself, correct me if I'm wrong, the last three movies were not what was intended, right? Um, so it's it will be interesting now that with all these streaming plans and especially with star Wars now to go back to the new Republic or whatever, um, it's almost a chance to reset. People are going to get their star Wars in different fixes. Families are going to be watching Disney plus and all these new shows are going to pop up. Um, and maybe that will make people more interested and okay, maybe I don't have to, maybe I can start paying attention more to life beyond the nine main movies, you know? Um, right. And that, that, Exactly. That's it. You know, the the movies are such a a macro look at it. Like they have to make those to apply to such a broad audience that that's where it kind of loses itself. It gets convoluted is because it's not really that niche, that micro market anymore, where now in these TV shows and everybody's like, oh, there's way too many Star Wars shows or way too many Marvel shows coming out. It's like, is there, though? Because now, like. You know, you got your Avengers, and again, Avengers kind of is suffers the same fate, where it it's for everybody, right? Whereas no. Loki, you know, there's going to be a, a certain amount of people who want to watch that. WandaVision, you know, some of these other shows like She-Hulk, presumably it's going to be, you know, a, a fourth wall breaking comedy, and she's going to go about her day life and be a lawyer and also a superhero. Like, you know, that's only going to apply to a specific market. So that that's what's great about these shows is that you know it this is this shows for you this isn't for everybody this is one's for you and what you like. Well, and there's like and you know now whether it's I feel like video game culture is kind of the same way. Right. Even even when we grew up like in you know we're both 35 right or what are you you're 30, 34. 34. So even when like growing up as for video games like that's still even when I was in high school that wasn't like a big huge thing you know like it was starting to get there but there weren't streamers and there wasn't um you know it wasn't 
it wasn't the cool thing to be really good at rocket league. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but that's all changing. And like the, the, exactly. with East, with esports and now streaming for and like Disney is doing it right. Right. Like with Deadpool that's, yeah. and there that's going to be rated R because what, what a, what a sh- massive disappointment that would be if after the success of those two movies, you're, they just you're going to, yeah. yeah, I'm Disney and we can't do this. Did you see the, before I forget, did you see the 18. trailer leaks? Yeah, Disney eighteen or whatever. Yeah, yeah I've, had, so I've been seeing that uh, toss around the the interwebs for a while here about having a an eighteen plus section of Disney Plus. So I yeah, but, but um, you're getting to a point now where like take Netflix for instance. Like how many people never read one fucking Daredevil comic but love that show, right? Exactly. Because it's a gritty, dark. So people are like all of a sudden saying, "Wow, if this is done the right way." maybe this stuff isn't for nerds. Maybe this stuff is really cool. And I want to be somebody that's in the daredevil. And I'm going to now, because I see Matt Murdock, this blind ass kicking dude going down a staircase, putting swords through people and <laughs> you know, whatever, maybe I want to read a Beating comic. People up in hallways. It's just a really cool time to be a fan. Disney plus is doing right. a cool thing with this. Um, and like you said, I think at the very least, you're going to have fans like you for star Wars that will probably watch all of this. And you're going to have maybe fans like me that's, well, I mean, I'll probably watch most of it, but you're going to have shows that I'm just like, I lose interest in. Exactly. Like, like are you going to watch a droid story? No. But are you going to watch an Acolyte? Right. Probably. Like, yeah, right. Right. And it's, and that's okay. You know, for, right. the, for the majority of people, that's going to be okay for super fans. You're going to have to watch it all and you can do that. So, right. um, and for 70 bucks, I mean, that's a crazy deal and it's only a matter of time before that price goes it's up. funny how the future isn't what we were promised when we were young you know we, we don't have jet packs and transportation devices but man it sure is a great time if you like <laughs> watch you just TV sit, and play video sit games. on your ass sit, <laughs> sit on your ass and melt your brain we're all just fucking zombie yeah. we're basically we're just plugged into the matrix man. right right Matrix Four, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for all that whole slot of Warner Bros. Like Dune, man, that Dune looks so good. Dune looks awesome. Space right. Jam. Space Jam. Uh, yeah, I don't care. But no thanks. <laughs> all right. Uh, the big thing is we we got our PlayStation Fives. We did. Um, you plugged in. Congratulations you started, to us. Yep, yep. I I got I got to say after for the past uh, week I haven't turned on my PlayStation. But we'll get into that. That's so crazy. what do you think of your PS5? Did you, whatever happened? So your PS5 was a lemon uh, seemingly out of the box. Yeah, it's really weird. So we, Greg and I, uh, we've talked about it on the show before, but we, September 28th, I think it was, we stood in line for a couple hours, pre-ordered um, in-store, which I saw they're starting to do more of now to right. combat the bots, which is great. Um, and then got ours on launch day. Um I loaded it up and it was fine for the first couple hours, but then it started a clicking sound. It was like, like, um, what, like the fan, it sounded like the fan was doing it. Not so loud. Like it really, you really couldn't tell unless the volume on the TV was low enough, but it sits on the opposite end of my living room and I could hear it. Um, it actually just eventually went away. I did nothing. Um, and it went away. Um, so I'm happy about that. I didn't, I didn't change the, um, the, way i was laying it down or anything like that so um i have it vertical on the stand um 
but yeah, that's gone. So thank heavens for that. Uh, I did have some problems with the uh, Miles Morales. There was a few times where it just like shut down on me and had to reboot. Um, maybe twice that happened, but I would say in the last week and a half, two weeks, I've been, I played a lot of Spider-Man. Obviously I'm playing a ton of cyberpunk. Um, I haven't had any issues. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, the future is here. Self, self-fixing machines. It sounds like you should probably send it in for a warranty anyway. Well, I have not only the one-year warranty, but I got the GameStop warranty. So I'm hoping at the very least that it holds out until, and again, I see no reason why it wouldn't, but who knows. Um, I'm hoping that it holds out until PlayStation 5 start to become a little bit more in stock. Budget, right. And then if something happens to it, because from my understanding with that GameStop warranty, they just say, they test it out in store. If it doesn't work, here's here's a brand new one. Right. See you later. So, right. um, the Sony which, one would probably be the route to go, but if their supply is limited right now, well, yeah, who knows when I and then you have to send it in and right. right. No, no thanks. Um, but being uh, the field of work I'm in, usually problems like that just don't fix themselves. <laughs> the problem probably well, still pre- exists. It's just. <laughs> The nose yeah, went away because the fad wore wore down. The plastic eroded <laughs> away, and now you got little yeah. chunks of plastic. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get. It's in. It's in a well ventilated area. I can't feel it getting hot. So, um, so I have started using. Is out and about. Yes, it does. Um, yes, it's on top of my subwoofer. That subwoofer that rests woofer. next to woofer. <laughs> I know. I said that, <laughs> said that very uberish. Um, it's on top of my sub <laughs> subwoofer. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that way. Um, and it's it's just very very ventilated and I can't feel it get hot or anything like that so <laughs> okay, okay so <laughs> um, perfect yeah I put mine in a cubby of the TV stand but I got three fans in there and a thermometer in there so I'm, oh, cool. I think I'm good yeah, but I and you know, and I'm. We can start talking about this here. I was cyberpunk. Um, so, how was Spider Man? Sure. Short. Um, short but sweet. Short, but it's actually. I really enjoyed it because of that. It was especially with cyberpunk coming out. Right. You can do. I got a platinum in it. Um, you can do everything. You know, pro- you can beat the game if you just if you were to put the game in right now, you could beat it by probably. Eight o'clock tonight. If you just did the main missions, um, and there's not a ton of side missions, uh, but there's enough for probably another two or three hours. Um, so how do so you I'd feel say, about spending sixty dollars at a game like that? Uh, I believe it was only forty bucks. Oh really? I didn't buy the ultimate edition where oh. you get the old Spider-Man. I just got the Miles Morales one. Um, I think it was only forty dollars. How do I feel about spending seventy dollars for a game like Demon Souls? <laughs> Um, not great. Not because I don't think it's worth it. it I mean, Have that you is played it probably, a little bit. And I, I think it's totally wor- like it's probably the best launch game, right? Like I don't. Spider Man's really good, but what's what's a better launch game for PS Five than Demon Souls? I mean, there's a ton of attention to detail. So um, it's very difficult, but you know that's what those games are. But I mean, it's a from what I've read and from the little bit that I've played. I mean, it looks awesome, and mm-hmm. it it's a cool video game. I'm just not super excited about paying collector's edition fees for normal 
basic games, right? Like the two years ago, $70 was a Madden collector's edition or something, you know? So, um, I don't know. It seemed I, I was reading an article that said like, I don't remember it, but I guess Nintendo 64 games, they were like 40 bucks or something. 40, yeah. 40 or 50. I, I mean, or $39.95 or something. $60, $60 seems like enough for, especially if you're going to, if you're going to have like bullshit microtransactions in there, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but whatever it is, right. what it is, what are you going to do about it now? Who cares? Because the game pass. And then I, I heard Sony say that they're going to be doing something to match game pass. Right. Maybe maybe it just doesn't matter, you know. Fifteen bucks a month. How can you not do that? That's crazy. Can't you know? wait to have another fee. Yeah, but when you can like you for me, I can't. Right. I mean, I, that, I pay ten dollars a month to Google right now for Stadia Pro, but. Well, and I mean, for me certainly, it's how many times do you like? I'm probably buying a seventy dollar game once every two months. Right. So it's a hefty fee, my friend. Fifteen dollars, fifteen dollars a month is still not even catching up to that, you know. And right. <laughs> uh, like a three month span, right? It's so now again, not all your games. Like if you buy Xbox Game Pass, that's going to be obviously all the first party games and then some third party games from the sounds of it. So you may there may be a really awesome game on there that you know that like Hot Shots Golf. Well, okay, that's not even true. I love Hot Shots Golf. That's a Sony. <laughs> Right. That's a Sony property that would be on there. Um, any X, I can't think of anything Xbox that wouldn't be on Game Pass that I would like. And you would think, especially with Game Pass, they make such that's such a big part of Xbox um, initiative. If there's enough rumblings for a game on there, you know, maybe they'd go after it. So, right. Um, I don't know. I just it sucks. Seventy dollars seems like too much, just to be frank. But I don't think that's going to be a big issue for long. And if it's another fee. A monthly fee of fifteen dollars a month, I think, and honestly, in the wrong one for me, maybe not for everybody, but that's right. that's a cheaper way to go than how I buy games right now. Right. So makes sense. Um, but yeah, so Spider Man's really cool. Um, Demon Souls, you you like Demon Souls, right? Yeah, I do. It's just so incredibly hard and frustrating. Um, and maybe then I like just slog it away at the same section over and over and over for hours was yeah. driving me insane. <laughs> like, yeah. So bad. <laughs> um, then, I, yeah. Cyberpunk came out. Yeah. I What's got your favorite uh, thing about PlayStation five. Um, what's my favorite thing? I hate the way I mean, the console it, looks. Yeah, but I mean, it's growing on me, and plus it just sits there now, you know, so whatever. Um, it's just so, I don't know. like, I don't know. Man. I think matched, honestly, I just think <clears throat> it feels next-gen. Like, it, it feels a little bit more next-gen to me than PlayStation 4 did from PlayStation 3, because you have the controller, which is a big deal if it's done right. Like, after playing Astro's Playroom, that game is different than any other game you can play That's on PlayStation a, uh, 5. VR game, right? No, <laughs> you want it to be desperately. It is not. Um, Astro's Playroom comes pre-installed on every PS5, and the people that made it specifically made it with the controller in hand, and it shows all kinds of different stuff that you can do with that controller, um, and it feels very next-gen. 
the other games like Spider-Man and stuff like that, there hasn't been, there wasn't a ton. Like I don't remember much cool with the controller of Spider-Man, except like when you're by, like when you start off in one of the menus, you're in a subway train and the controller mimics like the doo-doo, doo-doo, of the tracks, you know, that's cool. But they don't do much more with it that I really noticed, but there's a ton of potential there. Um, obviously like the loading, how fast, even with, cyberpunk it's like i can only imagine how long that takes to load on previous right. gen consoles um there's really not a ton of waiting times um and then just the graphics like spider-man and dark demon souls look really fucking good right um and i wasn't thinking that there was going to be that big big of a jump graphic wise but like ray tracing and all that stuff it's it makes a difference and it, it looks really cool so right. I'm excited to see, like, if this is how games look right now, I can only imagine what they're going to look like at the end of the cycle. And with, you know, like, when God of War comes out, I'm sure Sony is pushing all of their resources to Sony Santa Monica, I think, is who makes that. Um, it's going to look awesome. So, Yeah, I'd say the controller is probably my favorite part about the PlayStation 5. It just feels so good. Like, the yeah. weight to it, the 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 actual ergonomics of it, and then, yeah, all the feedback stuff, like, Demon Souls, like it puts tension on the triggers for certain, like your your bow and arrow, and yeah. you know when you get that's, hit of the shield or the sword, like you feel it. Right, that stuff should become commonplace. But like that's another thing. Even with Cyberpunk, like I don't think, at least I haven't felt any I'm thing on playing, the trigger. Yeah, I'm not playing on PlayStation. Oh, that's right. Well, I haven't felt any. But that I, I mean, maybe maybe I'm just not. In all actuality, to we're we're playing the current gen of Cyberpunk, right? You know, who which, knows what with the patch, the 2.0 patch is going to be like, right. which I can't wait for. I can't wait for that that graphics bump, um, gameplay bump, stuff like that. Yeah, it looks it looks really good already, and right. because we're playing on, I guess next gen systems, we haven't had. I I have some fun, like one or two, like one really goofy glitch to share. But I've been seeing all this stuff, I'm sure you have too, online, of like the PlayStation 4 glitches and Xbox uh, One glitches. Right. Uh, and I don't blame people for being totally pissed off. Uh, it looks like, <laughs> sometimes it actually looks like, like a Nintendo 64 game, for heaven's sakes, you know? So, right. Uh, have you seen that, that one Twitter video the guy put out where it's... It's about, um, it's like a 30 second clip of the first 15 seconds is what was promised in the 2018 oh, yeah. trailer. And, then it's, and like... it's, it's the Jurassic Park is in the background where right. he's like, the voiceover is like, and you will, we will build a park and it's going to be great. And he's like, that's like all the cool shit. And then it's flat <laughs> flashes forward to cyberpunk on PS4. And it's like some kazoo, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's it's just like the shittiest graphics yeah it's goofy yeah um i mean it's it's just too much for the the last gen consoles you know yeah but we don't have to worry about that because we're playing a cool next gen stuff and um the only glitches so i'll just get it out of the way um i took a couple pictures of this with just the PS5 capture or whatever, but there's been like a some way of sharing your captures right now. Cause I wanted to do a comparison of what stadia looks like versus what PlayStation looks like. We'll do that. Some um, other time. Well, actually we'll I, got, Facebook. But 
I have been downloading into a USB some of these captures and videos because I want to see if we can like start editing on here where I can be like, yeah, so take a look at this and, you know, maybe if we can figure it out, we'll put some of these on there. Um, but uh, it took like one guy, I, I killed one guy and he was <laughs> down on the ground and he like, when his guns fell, they were just, they were floating in the air pointed <laughs> down. Yeah. Um, there was one mission where me and, uh, what's his name? Jackie, right. In the beginning. Right. Um, we get done with the mission and we have to enter in an elevator and he just walked through the closed door and I had to wait for it to open. Um, just so at the like same that. mission, like when we got into our hotel room, like, and he opened up the flathead, the flathead case duplicated itself and then was just floating open in the air. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, stuff like, I mean, there's. There was already that new patch yesterday, I think. Yeah. But if you read through like the the hot patch one point four, whatever it was called, like most of the fixes were for Xbox stuff. Yeah. So and I the long story short, but the aside from the next glitch that I tell you about, there hasn't been anything that's really bothered me that much or like really taken me out of the game. Um the only glitch that has been bumming me out. <laughs> Is so when you create your character, you can choose male or female, um, but you could choose a male and. So you chose a male. I chose a male. I chose a male as well. Then you get, you can choose the penis sizes, right? You so can you can choose can like, the, the endowment of your genital. Genitalia. Yes. So you can, you can do none, which like when you do none, it just puts like a pair of black shorts over them. Um, and then, like, I forget if it was, like, small, default, and big or something like there that. There was uh, uh, small, normal, and large. Is that really, is yeah. that what it is? So, anyway, I just went, no, it's default, because I went with default, I think. But, anyway. So, it's small, defaulted, I, large? I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, the small but, isn't any- that small, just for people out there. <laughs> like, I don't know why, why what this, the, the national average is in Poland. But in America, the small looks about average. <laughs> Greg just wants to get that out there for no. I don't want. I don't want Cyberpunk to shame anybody out there and be like, "Wait, is this default?" <laughs> I would be interested in the analytics because I know they can probably pull that shit up. Like, how many people gave their character a small penis? So, did you? Uh, uh, what did you go with? Default. You did choose large. No, you don't want to. You don't want to live that third life vicariously through me. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't. I. I wanted to pretend that I was this character, so I didn't want to stretch the story too far here. <laughs> so, anywho, I, the point being is, is I chose a male with a penis, and, and when you when you go through the menus and like you're putting because you get all kinds of different clothes and you can dress them up however which way. I never even noticed it for the first time because I, I i didn't change clothes for a while i was using the default clothes but there's all kinds of mirrors around night city right like you walk into a restaurant you can go into the bathroom uh bars whatever turn out a mirror. Can, like, <laughs> huh it turn out a mirror yeah yep you can yeah that's weird too i don't yeah all the mirrors are opaque and you have to like look into it and it becomes reflective um but anyway you can look in all all these mirrors and you can like smile or frown or whatever and for whatever reason. Um, and my character was clothed. And when I go into a bar or something like that, it, it mimics what he's wearing. For some reason, the very first time I went back into my apartment, um, 
I even like I took a shower and I had clothes on, which is like whatever, that's weird. And then I went into the mirror. And whenever I look into the mirror in my apartment, when I back away, or I don't have any clothes on, but you can only see your chest. And when you back away, there's no penis. It's just a vagina. <laughs> it's just like a blank. It's just a blank area. And then sometimes when I'm switching clothes in the menu, it's totally random. Like if I if I switch pants, you know, like if you if you so you if you wear if you if you're wearing pants and then you 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 want those pants. off. Yeah, you have to take that. You have to take them off the character. And then sometimes there's a penis. Sometimes it's there's nothing there. <laughs> I, I get that too. So, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, that's... where's my penis? <laughs> <laughs> I, I picked think... that penis specifically. Just... I expect to see it every time I get naked. <laughs> I know, right? So it's just very strange, and it throws me off a little bit. So, so the one knowledge yeah, just... I had with that, other than what you're talking about, is I had a cutscene where my pants just disappeared, and I was just <laughs> I had a coat on, and I was like Daffy Duck. <laughs> Or Donald Duck below. <laughs> yeah. They're like, why am I not wearing pants right now? <laughs> so those are like, you know, those are manageable glitches that right, are fine. Right. Uh, but I do feel really bad for the PS4 for like, and the Xbox One. It just, I would be pissed. Uh, so like, I mean, the game looks like a... shit. I mean, I, 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 I'm not here to just keep on plugging Stadia every time we do an episode. <laughs> But Are you sure? A bit <laughs> on the, the Stadia Reddit, a lot of people um, who have last-gen consoles um, are buying, or I guess you don't have to really buy Stadia, getting Stadia for the fact of getting the cheap upgrade, right? So right now, if you buy uh, Cyberpunk 2020, 2077 off of Stadia, they send you a free controller and a Chromecast Ultra to play the game. I saw that, yep. Yeah. So I think the numbers right now is like there's 600,000 people who are playing Cyberpunk on Stadia, which is a huge number. Um, I don't know if that's factual or not, but there's a lot of nods to Stadia right now, um, <laughs> which is inversely proportional to what it used to be a couple of weeks ago. So places like The Verge, Forbes, Inside Gaber, Tech Radar, Kotaku, Six Access are all reporting how Cyberpunk 2077 might be best suited on Google Stadia right now. I think if we can put this podcast out there and get like a thousand likes, you need to get a Stadia tattoo. <laughs> I'd be fine doing that. <laughs> you should like, man. Can, I, they can should... I choose where it goes? They should know about you. I feel like this is a that's. I just I just want I want somebody to be like you were right <laughs> because <laughs> you know for a long time was Sidia's fruition um, was oh you know it's a joke blah 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 you know whatever but now like it's it's showing where it can shine right you don't need anything other than a controller and internet connection um, everybody's like it's a joke but it's running just as good looks as just as good as next gen consoles right now so i, I don't, don't think i don't i well we'll keep talking about cyberpunk but i don't think people thought it was a joke it's just it's it's just not one of the big two three systems so it's just gonna uh, take some time i mean I, I don't know how much in depth you know you've been looking at it but yeah people are it, it was being panned pretty hard for the past year all right. Even up to a couple of weeks ago, by some of these people like Kotaku and Forbes and The Verge, were slamming it pretty hard, and now they're redacting their pieces 
I've even seen things on Reddit where uh, certain people and places have gone back and deleted articles they've wrote about Stadia. So people are kind of, uh, I don't know. Well, get us their face right now. Get us some ad money, would you? I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. (laughs) I just signed up. It doesn't matter. People don't care. So, what do you think? Uh, I just signed up to your... be a uh, Stadia experimental user, so hopefully ah. it gives me some extra things. There you go. Just like, just like how PlayStation Underground, uh, being a fan <laughs> for ten years, helped get us get us our Playstations from PlayStation Direct. It's a PlayStation demo, yeah. which has like uh, Crash Bandicoot on it from <laughs> twenty five years ago. Yeah. Yep, and who knew who knew how much it would help us secure our PlayStation Five orders? Right, uh, exactly. Get that special invite that we um, never got. Regardless, <laughs> uh, what, what's your overall feel of Cyberpunk right now? I just I think it's fantastic. I'm like I'm I'm totally bought into it. Um, I was very worried again when I saw these glitches because that is a problem. But I just I haven't had any aside from the ones we talked about, and they're just not not a big enough issue. Um, I'm about. Right. I think I've played eight hours, seven hours. I'm going very slow. Like I'm taking my time and doing other stuff. I haven't even gotten to the, um, like the title screen yet. Have you? Yeah. So I just, I just got past, um, I just played as Johnny Silverhands for the first time and did that whole, did that whole mission. And now I just woke up in the apartment and I'm hanging out with Johnny Silverhand. So, um, I guess we'll do spoilers for this. So, not that it's like crazy spoiler, but it's pretty Keanu Reeves, in the game. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is like Johnny Silver. The very first part of the game. So So I've been reading a lot of the lore and stuff, and long story short, um, to get to this point in Cyberpunk 20, 2077, uh years and years and years ago in this world, Keanu Reeves, who was like this twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three after the after the well, it was the was it the fourth corporate war? It doesn't matter. 50 years ago, Keanu Reeves was this like rocker, rocker, anti-establishment dude. Um, Tyler Durden. And, yes, very much like a Tyler Durden from Fight Club. And long story short, uh, he, he he and a team are responsible for kind of a crazy event that uh, resets the course of Night City's history for the next 50 years. Um, he dies in that event. And you think he dies, but long long story short, his mind and his soul, uh, basically his conscious, is put into a shard or a drive. Um, and Cyberpunk picks off and is the story about how your character, V, steals that drive, gets that drive on, on a job, puts it in his head, um, and becomes one, basically, with Johnny right. Silverhand, Keanu Reeves, um, and now needs to continue... Wants Johnny Silverhand wants Speed to continue his mission. So uh, the story is like super interesting to me so far. I've loved, man, not everyone's going to do this, but like I, I bought the world of cyberpunk. I've loved reading the backstories. Um, it's very much like, <clears throat> it feels very much kind of like Blade Runner meets Fallout 4 to me. Like the way you collect junk and all your, like just your, you can get encumbered and that whole system. Um, and even some of the gunplay reminds me very much of like a Fallout 4. Um, and obviously the aesthetic and everything is very futuristic Blade Runner-y type stuff. Um, <clears throat> I think that your average... I think you... 
you can get through this game just pulling the trigger, shooting the guns and whatnot. But there is a lot. There is some very in-depth systems in this game. Um, And you'll get out of it what you put in. And if you want to really take advantage and be a badass that goes into a gunfight while also disrupting people's optics and shocking their brains and making cameras not notice you and do stuff like that, you can. Um, Or if you just want to negate all that, just fire some really cool weapons at people, you can do that too. Right. Right. You could go through, you can Grand Theft Auto this, or you can, uh, I don't know what the, the reverse side of that is. I mean, it's like, to me, it's like the Witcher meets Far Cry. Um, in gameplay aspect, um, like you said, there there's a lot of really in-depth system like like any RPG, I guess. Um, but yeah, if if you ever played The Witcher Three or any of The Witcher games, you know, obviously it's the same company, so it adopts a lot of those systems. Um, you know, figuring out which buffs you're gonna upgrade, um, <clears throat> putting attachments um, or mods to your clothing and your weapon systems to upgrade those and then like what you were just talking about like the net running stuff where you could go into uh, a stealth mission or even a gunfight and just kind of take over yeah and there's like some confusing like even what is it breach protocols or whatever is when you get so there's like things called access points which are basically um areas that when you yeah, like there's there a mini game comes up. Think of like in Bioshock, you know, when when you needed to hack a system, that, yeah. that that pipe mini game would come up. It's it's a mini game like that comes up. What's obviously more detailed with numbers and stuff, and that's a little confusing. I had to do some reading into yeah, it. I'm, I still I'll, don't fully understand it. Like I get like which one I'm supposed to pick to get the all the other options, but it's like how does it determine what the next level of what you could pick from it? I don't know. Well there's so in in these breach protocol mini games, it's basically a grid of numbers. Um and there could be one, two or three prizes that you can win. Um normally you can you'll unlock one prize and it's just a bunch it's of eddies. It's money, and the amount of money is dependent Eddie's. on which prize you unlock. Eddie's, yes, I'm sorry. Nobody has uh, once said price. money in the whole game. Everybody says Eddie's. You're, do you know what Eddie's stands for? What? I think it's because in the history, whatever, the, the main currency of uh, of most of the world, I think, or whatever, becomes uh, European dollars. Oh, Euro dollar. dollars, yeah. Euro, yeah. Um, so... Anyway, um, that it's just sense. so that I can't believe I did put that together. Yeah. So you're so there's like a grid of like five by five numbers. And then on the right side of the screen, there'll be a code and you have to just basically kind of pick the numbers in the grid. You, but you can only pick once you pick a row, then it goes to a column. And then once you pick a column, it goes to a row. And you have to plan this map out to get the right number sequence over on the right-hand side. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it, I'm sure. But, again, like everything else, even whether it's whether it's the access point breaching or um, the weapon systems. Like, So your character has, what is it, five? Intelligence, technical, reflexes, body, cool. And I feel like I'm missing something, but like we'll say five different areas. No, it's just five. Okay. And you can improve those areas. So let's say like with body, you can improve the body stats 
and like every every stat or every of every one of those five areas you can get up to 20 points worth um and usually when you complete a mission you get one or two points to put toward these different uh characteristics but when you increase a body stat you'll get stronger you can jump higher or whatever you get more health but then on top of that you can go into these stats and then there are probably like 20 to 30 perks um, that will unlock at different levels of that characteristic. So you might not be able to unlock a perk for the body at level seven. You might have to be level 14. And then when you do that, you get, you know, but also completing missions and stuff, you get perk points. Um, and that might let you get more, more eddies for act for hacking a breach point, or it might let you, um, you know, be able to open doors. Like there are some doors that are locked that you can't open up right away, but if you get strong enough, you can pull them apart, you know? So right. it's super, it's the most in-depth like RPG system, I guess that I've played in a long while. I can't think of anything um, that matches that. There might've been some final fantasy games back in the day that were pretty in-depth, but um, I can see people getting turned off by that, but yeah, um, it, it, but like you said, you don't. If you just want to shoot your way through it, slash your way through it, you know who cares. You just upgrade it and then go into that system and just plop down your points wherever you want. You know you can you can easily get through the game without you know paying too much attention to detail in that. Like oh you you want your uh, breach protocol to be fifteen percent faster. Like if you're not using that system, who cares? Just plug it in, drop your points in whatever you want, and then keep on playing. So yeah, it's easy to get inundated by the level of depth you can go, but by all means, like you don't have to choose that. I also haven't gotten like the Grand Theft Auto feel yet. Not that I need that or anything like that, but I haven't. I'm just saying, been... like you got to open up your phone and read yeah, messages, and then there's emails and stuff like this. It, it that's I I just kind of. I don't think it, it is Grand Theft Auto, uh, other than some of the ads are pretty annoying. But can you can you just cannot go in and steal any car? Can you? Or I don't know. I haven't tried. I've... And that's the other, that's the weird thing, isn't it? Like I've been in that game for seven or eight hours. You get your own car, and when you press the right on the D pad, it'll it's like your horse in The Witcher. Right. It's like Roach. It'll just come to you. But I haven't even had a reason really to try and steal somebody else's car. I haven't even tried it yet. I mean, um, and I, I don't think i can yeah i Um, I haven't tried i for the most part i'm not really using that i just started using my motorcycle because some of the the now now missions and side stories are really far away yeah um but for the most part i mean i just want to walk through the city or run through the city and come across i mean it's it's cool i so i've planned i plan to do what i can to 100 percent this game i read that you can finish the main story in about tw- anywhere from 20 to 40 hours. Right. Um, but if you really wanted to do everything there is to do, it would take um, around 170 hours. Somebody said, and I like have, I'm just like, I'm ready to do it. It's just such a cool world. And um, it's going to take a lot longer than that because that's, what, that's like similar, 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 but Oh my God. Sub woofer. Similar to like the Witcher, which I mean, Kyle, like Kyle Buss spent 300 hours on The Witcher. Like, yeah. you know, you, you could by all means run through it, but if you really want to fletch it out, it's going to be, you know, probably I just a 300 it, hour bark. 
it reminds me of so many other games other than Grand Theft Auto. Like, all, there's a lot of dialogue choices that seem to make a difference. That reminds me of, like, a Mass Effect, right? Right. Um, and then the encumberment system and picking up junk and cans and selling them and, like, Man, all that I'm stuff. I'm so sick of picking up dildos. <laughs> I don't think I've picked one of those up yet. Have Seriously? You, what is your... Yeah, I don't think so. What is your most um, expensive piece of junk you've picked up? Um... I think I got a necklace that was a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, so I've I've been, you know, like almost all of your junk is like three to ten dollars or something. Right. But I was just I, I was in this back it was where if I remember correctly, it's where so there's these people called Ripper Docs. And they are doctors that are like back alley doctors that are responsible. There's only a few of them in all of Night City. Augmentations. Yeah, but they're big news. Like you want you wanna when you, you wanna save all your eddies, your money, so to go to a ripper doc and, and make yourself even better. That's just another way to upgrade your character aside from the stats we talked about. But anyway, there's this guy named Vic who is like your friend. He's the first ripper doc you made. Um, and he's in the back alley and there's this homeless person that had earrings next to her. And I grabbed them. They were like 750 eddies. They were like, it was crazy expensive piece of junk. Homeless ladies livelihood. Right. Right. So, so also, <laughs> The, uh, across f- from the staircase down from him, you could go in an elevator up to the roof okay. of like an apartment building, and up there, one, there's a huge dildo that you could get, and two, there's this level 20 sniper rifle that's worth a couple thousand eddies. Oh, really? Yeah. Right from his, across from the stairs? See, yeah. like, that's really cool stuff. I mean, we're going to be talking about stuff like this for... Right probably months you know like hey i found this here you know like um but i did hear that was all randomized too so i don't know if it's the same for everybody right yeah. so um you know the, the the encumberment system and the junk system reminds me of fallout 4 the gunplay i don't know kind of reminds me again of a fallout game i guess a little bit um maybe sure some far cry in there um yeah, um, I don't know. I just think the story I think so far is really, really cool. Like, and again, because I haven't had a lot of glitches or anything, nothing's pulled me away from it. So, um, I just really, I really, really love it so far. I, yeah. I can't. Um, I would say the driving is a little bit. I haven't uh, had the. Yeah, I'm, I, it's horrible in the car. I'm sure it's like you know because the car sucks, and yeah. when you get a better car, it's going to be better. But like the bike well, I have to is really hard to control. Yeah, so I haven't gotten the bike yet, but his car that you You'll drive be around the bike soon. It feels like it feels like when you brake, it feels like you're always on ice. It takes forever. Yeah, that's how the bike is, but worse, and it'll spin. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. So, and because I haven't tried any other cars, like you're in other cars, but you're not driving them in some of these story missions. Um. Because you know, I haven't driven any other cars, I can't really tell if there's difference. You know, I right. That's that's maybe my one letdown so far. I, like I wanted to, and that's that's kind of I think the big, not letdown, but expectation. Like, and especially with Grand Theft Auto, once those games get going, there's no shortage of action and what to do. Even some of these like um, main missions, some main missions, you're just sitting there and talking and getting information. It is a slow, slow burn, right? Like right. it's really you there it kind of makes me think like they're like really dedicated players will be in this game for 200 hours so let's let's use that to the fullest let's build the world through conversations and 
you know, this mission you'll just be talking. The next mission you will go through a full fledged warehouse. You know, your killing. katana decapitate a bunch of people. Right. Right. Yeah. So I've used the katana so much. Really? I have yeah. not I have not used much of that, so um but I will uh it's just like it, it, I I haven't had a reason to use the katana that much, but So um, I can't wait to get like I know we're running a little long here. Like would they like some enemies like shift? I don't know if they're really fast or they just cloak themselves. I don't know what's going on, but like I, I can't wait to get that stuff. Yeah, that's um. I'm sorry, I've got I've got company now, so I'm like distracted. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think did you? So do you have the do you have the flame katana? No. Okay. I I, they, do, like, I have the upgrade for it, but I don't I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the bot. I I how do I explain this? Like you have to get a uh, an enhancement to, to right, be able to yeah. use that. So I have the right. mod for the enhancement. I just don't have enough money to buy it to put it into my body. Right. Um, and that's another thing too. Like some of those, like the smart weapons, you need something on your hand, right, to like right. be able to unlock those stuff. So and there's just there's just so much to it, and right. it's really just if if you're willing. I think more so than most other games, if you're if if you want to get lost in the world and devote yourself to this game, uh, you, there's going to be a lot of payoff. If you, and again, like you said, if you want to just go through and and do the main missions, you can. But I think it's going to be a waste of time little, and money. Well, and I, not, I mean, whatever. You'll still have time fun, but Eddie's. I think it's going to be, you know, if you're looking for Grand Theft Auto, this really isn't bad. Right. It's which I think is a good thing in this in this case. So, but. We'll have more on. Yep. Um, Let's get we're off. We're going a little long here. Uh, you do that on your own time, Mister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go do a brain dance. All right. So, uh, what we're going to do is, um, if you've been listening this long, thank you. Uh, we're going to put up three days of HBO Max for free. Uh, there's a code there. Wait, is it um, three or thirty? Thirty days. Oh, perfect. I said for I said for free. Um, if you share this, we'll put this on Facebook and Twitter. If you share this on either of those platforms, uh, we will put your name in a hat and use the official Ready Fight podcast drawing system and give that out to whoever wants it. Correct. And then uh, make sure to post your name and your address and your phone number on the Facebook page. And then also let us know about uh, your feelings on everything we talked about. Star Wars, Marvel, Cyberpunk. Or just in general. Yes. How are you doing? Correct. All right. Excellent. Okay. Great podcast today, yep. Greg Mark. Good job. And the podcast yourself. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. You keep on and, really uh, uh, being cool, man. We'll have a Christmas episode. I'm off the next two weeks. What? How, how, what uh, I'm going to be gone, so no. Where are you going? Uh, I'll be in Florida. Oh, when are you doing that? Uh, when? It's chaos over here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Ready Fight Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Internet, look for us. You can find it. Goodbye.